This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Kate Cruz, and I am at the 8th Annual Becker's HIT and Digital Health Conference recording live. I am with Isaiah Nathaniel, and to get us started, Isaiah, can you share a little bit about yourself and your role at your organization? Well, first, it's a pleasure to be here. I want to thank Becker's for this podcast. I want to thank everyone that's here this year at the conference for HIT, Revenue Cycle, and Management. And I think this is one of the best conferences that I come to all year. So a little bit about me. My name is Isaiah Nathaniel. I just happen to be by day the Vice President and Chief Information Officer for Delaware Valley Community Health in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we're a local FQHC that serves about 50,000 patients in an urban market. When you think of digital innovation in healthcare right now, what excites you the most and why? That's an interesting question. And the way that I like to tackle that is technology in general is exciting or I wouldn't be a CIO, right? But I think that digital innovation is great for healthcare, specifically as we talk about what has just transpired in terms of a global pandemic and what we're on the precipice with, with artificial intelligence and machine learning and all the things that we want to learn at conferences like this, right? So for me, what's exciting is the infusion of all of these things that actually exist into the way that we operate our business, into the way that we try to deliver quality patient care by way of technology. So for me, the excitement is at that infusion of innovation and that infusion of what is quality patient care now that we're outside of the global pandemic. So when we think about instituting these levels of technology, Healthcare has always been traditionally behind in that innovation curve. And now we're starting to see that curve dip a little bit because of all the things that have happened. Absolutely. At your organization, what are your top priorities for technology and what are big issues that you're trying to solve? The top priority for us, the best way I like to state it is in terms of what my mission is for my department. And that is to remove access barriers by way of technology. And so some of the top priorities for us is to do just that, is making sure that pre-registration all the way to post-registration that you have an excellent experience with the technology that we offer. That could be digital, that could be traditional computing, and that can just be for staff just to log in in the morning. So by making sure that access is reduced by way of technology, we're really trying to make sure that everyone is experiencing healthcare in a way that they want to, similar to an experience with Amazon, similar to an experience with some of the consumerisms that we see in traditional market share outside of healthcare, particularly today. Yeah, absolutely. What's one piece of advice you would give to healthcare leaders today regarding digital innovation? The one piece of advice I would give to leaders about digital transformation in healthcare is to not be afraid. I think sometimes we're so fearful of making a mistake because we understand that that mistake could cause a life or at the very extreme nature of it. Or in addition, that that mistake can 
degrade a business outcome that you're really looking forward to. So the first thing is not to be fearful. I tend to live by this Kobe Mamba mentality where you just got to put the extra effort into it, basically. And the same thing is in business is put the extra effort into making sure that you are really, truly putting your patients first. Our patients, our patient experience scores are telling us really driving our strategies today in IT. And we need to listen to that and not be fearful about that. So some of the things I would tell leaders is one, not be fearful two be aggressive enough that you have a strong research and development opportunity that you're looking at that. And then you actually implement. And then last and finally, I would tell leaders to have a strong PDSA cycle where we're planning, we're doing, we're studying, we're acting on what we're implementing so that if something needs to change, we have a process by way it can change. That's some really great advice. Thanks for sharing. Could you provide examples of specific instances where the integration of informatics solutions led to improved patient outcomes or enhanced patient provider communication? Yeah, that informatics is for me top of priority and where a lot of development from my team goes into play. Specifically when we're talking about introducing anything new, the role of informatics is so paramount to anything that happens with IS and IT and healthcare that you can't do it. Some specific examples is introducing telehealth applications, introducing new workflows, int introducing clinical quality outcomes that you're trying to attach. Informaticists play a strong role for that. So when we were launching a telehealth application where we had none, our informaticists played a great role. In addition to that, the advice that informaticists give, traditionally, IS people, we're technologists. We don't really know the clinical background, but having an informaticist with that clinical background, bringing that advice, that, that strong advice about what is actually happening at the point of care, because we just put the solutions out and we say, go use it. So making sure that the clicks are possible, the meaningful use objectives are, are here too. But then also you have the collaboration. So specific examples of that are telehealth applications, specific examples of that are meaningful use objectives going up. Specific examples are our clinical informaticist team deploying workflows that actually change outcomes in hypertension or diabetes or HIV care. So these are some of the specific examples that informaticists has played a strong role in understanding. And it's bi-directional. What I mean by bi-directional is while they are introducing clinical outcomes, we're also by them be able to introduce technology in an adoption phase when I talked about earlier, that curve actually going down. So that's where my role uh, as CIO is making sure that our informaticist team has a vision and it's a triad partnership uh, between myself and our chief medical officer so that they understand what the vision is between both of us and then implement that in a, a tactical day-to-day -day stage. Yeah, that sounds like a really powerful collaboration that can really uh, provide a lot. Five years from now, what do you think will be the most significant change in healthcare delivery and operations? And how can leaders prepare for this? That's a funny question. And as I'm thinking about it, a little funny to me is five years now, what I think will be most impactful is that if we had no fax machines. Okay. I think that would be a very significant change in healthcare delivery if we don't have fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> but taking the funny aside, what I actually believe, second to the fax machines, I'm going to stick to my guns here, is that AI. I okay. think AI is really going to revolutionize what we do. Ethically is obviously a top of mind, ethically and the security of it. But I think AI can really revolutionize what we're doing in terms of healthcare delivery. 
because what it has the ability to do is bring consumerism into healthcare. And I think that's what patients are asking us for. It, it's interesting that you use the oldest technology that there is and bringing up the new technology. Um, interesting perspective, and I love it. Um, Isaiah, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Is there anything else our listeners should know? I thank you for having me. I think this was a great conversation. I think it's a timely conversation to have. And last than not least, I, I just think that this is a great time for healthcare. I think all CIOs should be reinvigorated with their day-to-day jobs strategically and from a tactical perspective. So last thing I would just say is just double down on what you do best and let's watch our organizations grow because of it. Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm-hmm.